And now more Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham! Talk 1600. Welcome back to Operation Freedom, folks. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker link, I mean Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here for you every Sunday from 2 to 5 Eastern live. And when the on-air light goes off at 5 p.m. on Sundays, hey, you don't have to wait six days, 21 hours. No, 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 no. For our content, it's available. The, the light is always on for you at DaveJanda.com, 24-7. Extra shows, content, guests, archives to all of our shows. Stop on by. You will never be sorry that you stopped on by at DaveJanda.com, but you will, promise, be educated and empowered. And that's something that the, whatever you want to call it, the globalist cult, deep state, whatever you want to call it, they don't want you to be. They want they want you misinformed, disinformed, completely uninformed, always in fear, and always con- consuming their propaganda 24-7. There are a very few number of people, unfortunately, in our world who have dedicated themselves to educating and empowering you. I believe our platform is one of them. And another platform is hosted and founded by my next guest. She's actually, and all of us have, put our lives on the line to bring this information to you. Why do we do it? In a nutshell, it's because we care more about you than we do our own selves. It's not hyperbole, it's a fact. And there are only a few of us that are not bought and paid for. There are a number of platforms that put themselves out as being independent media, but in fact, if you look at their track record, they're nothing more than controlled opposition. They provide you some nuggets of information, but they also perform a disservice to you in providing you information that takes you down the wrong path. My next guest doesn't do that, never has, never will, which is why she is censored, just as our platform is censored. Sarah Westall is an an incredible individual who is truly a renaissance woman. She is a successful entrepreneur and business executive. In the past 25 years, she's created and developed multiple companies, including a successful management and consulting firm. Sarah has a computer science and business management systems degree from the College of Science and Engineering at the University of Minnesota with an emphasis in management information systems from the Carlson Business School. She started her career at the center of the internet revolution at U.S. West Communications, where she was promoted a number of times to eventually become the director of the advanced networking group responsible for all the systems design and development for Enterprise, the internet and networking arm of U.S. West. She is a partner at Galax Consulting, and she is a host of an incredible series of shows, which is hosted at Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L, sarahwestall.com. It is my honor to welcome back a very dear friend, not just to me, but to every one of you, our listening audience around the world, Sarah Westall. Sarah, welcome back. Thank you so much, Dave. So, Sarah... 
Let's uh, look at the political landscape right now. Um, we have an election coming up this coming year. Do you believe Joe Biden is going to be the nominee for, again, there's one political party in this country, the Republicans, but for the people that are still locked in the whole Republican Democrat thing, uh, do you believe Joe Biden's going to be the nominee for the party that calls itself the Democrats in the United States? Well, Dave, that's a good question, right? We're all trying to figure that out. And I don't think they want him to be. And I have my theory. I think that they don't want him to be because it's not, it, it'll be too obvious when they cheat to try to keep him in there. Mm-hmm. They can't, he just can't win without it being obvious. Whereas if you put in Newsom or somebody else, I think it'll be less obvious and they'll be able to put in who they want. That's what I think. And the people won't know, it won't be as obvious when they cheat. That's and, what I think. I don't think they care if, because they're not, they're running, Biden's not doing anything anyways. People are running it for him. Right. And so they don't care if Biden's in there or not, but they care that they look like it's a fairly legit process. So that might be the reason why Gavin Newsom, who has buried the state of California, uh, in a heap of, oh, all kinds of heaps. Um, hey, actually, if you go on the streets of San Francisco, a heap of manure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, just seriously, I mean, not, not I, figuratively, I mean, literally. They have uh, maps of that. Right, so Gavin Newsom recently went to Israel because, you know, he's the great foreign policy governor. Uh, then he was out meeting Xi Jinping, no less, in Beijing. What, Sarah, was this whole goat rodeo of a international detente trip by Gavin Newsom about, again, making him look to the uneducated, brainwashed people that are part of our public that unfortunately still do vote uh, because they remain uneducated and being uneducated and, and voting is, well, that doesn't lead to a successful country or republic. Uh, Sarah, were these, this goat rodeo a trip meant to enhance his bona fides as the person that they're going to try to install? Well, it gets in the public's minds that he's a leader and that he's a leader at a bigger level. It's kind of obvious that they're using him as their next puppet he has been overseeing California, as you say, which is pretty much the leader of Agenda 2030 and bringing in their globalist agenda. And so by no stretch of any imagination is he there for us, the people. He's there for the globalists. That's who he works for. He was a young global leader for the World Economic Forum. He is everything that we would not want in a person that runs for office, somebody who represents the globalists, the very, very richest, small, very less than 1%.00001% elite. It'd be the last person on the planet we'd want to have run somebody who cares about them and only them. And we're just for, you know, we're just pawns and human resources for their whatever agenda they have. And he is one of their main people. 
I mean, it's just bottom line. We just he, he'd be awful. He'd be terrible. But he's not going to be any worse than Biden. I mean, they're all bad. They're they're all working for the globalists to do this agenda. So is he going to be worse than the only thing that makes him worse is that I think it's easier to manipulate those in the you know the public at large that it's real and legit. That's the only big problem. And and when we speak about globalist syndicate, globalist cult, new world order crowd people to this day, although it's getting fewer in number, but they'll say, oh, that's, that's just conspiracy theory. I want to play a clip for you that was, uh, uh, Senator Ron Johnson actually said this on, on Fox business news, actually to Maria Bartiromo, who is a card carrying member, by the way, of the council on foreign relations, a tentacle of, a uh, implementation tank think tank of the uh, globalist syndicate. Uh, yes, that's true. Maria Bartiroma is all, all of that. Uh, she had Ron Johnson on, and he actually spilled the beans, much to the chagrin, I think, of the Murdoch family, also members of the Council on Foreign Relations. Derek, hit the clip and we'll get Sarah's take. It's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why couldn't the American people know that, you know, there were other alternatives to treat COVID? Why, why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? This is all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019 prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah. Yeah, th this is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. Uh, you know, so, so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong and they're going to do everything right. they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're, well, we're up against people, a very powerful group of people here, Maria. But, you know, fortunately, you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself, like John Solomon, other people that have the, the courage to report the truth against the mainstream media and against the narrative. But that's the only way this is going to be solved is we need the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth to be exposed to the truth, to pull their heads out of the sand, quite honestly, open up their eyes and understand what is happening in this country. We are going down a very dangerous path, but as a path is being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control over our lives. And that's what they're doing bit by bit. They do it by increasing massive government spending, increasing the size of government, uh, takeover of the WHO, these amendments that are coming up uh, that are going to be voted on in 2024 and the WHO are frightening and they, they really risk taking away all of our sovereignty. Uh, people have to awake, awaken to the dangers of the moment. Your take, Sarah. Well, he's absolutely right. He sounds like us. He <laughs> sounds like what we've been saying for years. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's amazing there's anybody up there saying it. What should I say? It's amazing there isn't more, actually, in my mind. It's like, why isn't there a chorus of people saying this, but it's amazing he's able to do this. I, there's so few with the courage that he has. That means we're probably making a dent because 
people like him feel that they have the courage now or they have the cover. They have the cover to do this. And so we're making progress because they're able to come out and talk about it. We need more Senator Johnsons is what we need. But I think we've we've made progress because he's actually able to say it and he's actually able to say it on a mainstream media. Like you said, Fox News isn't <laughs> they're not independent media. And so when you can get it to the point where they have to cover it, here's the point. They're so far in a corner that they have to cover it. Otherwise, people are going to completely tune them out. So they just cover enough so that you feel that they're doing something. And they're doing it, frankly, years too late with COVID. They should have been doing it earlier, right? Now that less than 4% are even getting the boosters in the shot because they all know, because they listen to people like us, that you cannot, I mean, these are dangerous shots and there are treatments. There are other, there are effective treatments that aren't dangerous. So don't do, take the shots. It's pretty simple, Dave. It's not that complex. And they should have been talking about it years ago, but at least they're doing it now. But that's the formula of the mainstream media. They wait until they absolutely have to, and then they talk about it enough so that they can relieve the pressure valves and make, and then people think that they're actually a news organization giving you information. No, a true news organization gives you information ahead of time so that you can make decisions on what to do, or they're giving it to you as quickly as they possibly can as they learn it. This isn't as quickly as they possibly can as they learn it. So folks, that's my take. Well, we're, folks, we're speaking with Sarah Westall, Sarah Westall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L dot com. In that clip, Sarah, he mentions about this group, this, if you will, sinister group that uh, is actually a uh, psychopathic group, uh, my word, not his, uh, that wants to control people's lives. One of the ways in which they control people's lives and actually end many people's lives that they call all of us the useless eaters is with them inciting wars. We saw this uh, continually, but of late, uh, Russia-Ukraine situation. Same thing, right? Uh, Now we have the war in the Middle East, which, my goodness, if, if one of these psychopaths doesn't try to escalate the war on a almost hourly basis. It's not a good hour for the globalists. Sarah, give us your take on the the most recent stripping agenda, freedom stripping agenda, that being this war in the Middle East. It is really, really frightening. It's probably the saddest thing I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been watching clips from all over the place trying to just see what's going on, and it is uh, beyond sad. And I got to say a couple things about this. First of all, obviously, killing citizens, Hamas, I got to say what they say Hamas did is Mm -hmm. bad, right? They killed citizens. It's it's absolutely horrible. Horrible. So I want to lay that out right now. That's right. That because of what I'm saying does not mean that I am pro one side or the other, Okay. That being said, if Hamas is a terrorist organization, shouldn't Israel behave better than a terrorist organization? We're sitting with half of the Gaza Strip, according to the UN, as my source, uh, half of it of their infrastructure has already been destroyed. People must understand that over half of the citizens that live in Gaza are children. 
Hamas was elected into office in 2004 and is pretty well documented that Hamas was put into place by both Israel and the United States. That being said, they were put into place in 2004. They claim they were voted into office, but it hasn't been since 2004. So if over half of the people in Gaza are children, they had no part of putting Hamas into power. Secondly, there has been surveys of the people in Gaza, and the majority of them do not want Hamas as their government. It's like we don't, just like the majority here does not want Biden as our leader, they don't want Hamas. So all the talking heads that say that it, the Palestinians are at fault because Hamas is their government and they support Hamas, that's complete BS. So I got to go back to the fact that they keep saying that Hamas is a terrorist organization. If Hamas is a terrorist organization, then Israel, who claims, or the United States, that claims that we are better than terrorists, don't you think we should be behaving better than terrorists? Well, at this point, we're not. And they're bombing um, UN uh, refugee sites. They're bombing. They just bombed a, um, the Red Cross had a bunch of, uh, what do you call it, ambulances trying to get out of the Gaza area with sick people, and they bombed the ambulance caravan claiming they were uh, hiding Hamas soldiers in there, so they just bombed the caravan. They're in this conflict with the Red Cross because the Red Cross is angry. They're mad. And and then they, they accused the Red Cross of siding with the Palestinians. And then Israel finally came out and said, Oh, I guess we're sorry. We thought there was Hamas. They came clean on that one. But Egypt is is getting after them because there's a, there's a path. They're trying to tell Palestinians to get out of the area so that they can be safe. Well, they keep bombing the pathways to Egypt. The One of the only ways they can get out, they keep bombing it. So you cannot be on the high ground if you're behaving just as bad, if not worse, than terrorists. So at what point, I mean, what are we dealing with? That's why I'm saying that, well, first of all, I, I wanted to start it off with Hamas killing the Israelis is, is awful. Yeah. But this is awful too. And if not, I would say it's becoming worse than what Hamas did. And it's not about what's worse or better. It's about that these are all war crimes. If you're going to take out, let's say there's a serial killer that kills 10 people in your neighborhood. If you're going to try to deal with that serial killer, you're going to try to deal with them specifically. You're not going to go in there because they killed 10 people in your neighborhood. You're not going to go get that serial killer by killing 50 innocent civilians, bombing his whole neighborhood, trying to take him out. You just wouldn't do that if you're an enlightened individual. You go after the person or the people that actually committed the crimes. And you know, right now, we're watching mass genocide. That's what we're watching, Dave. Yes, and, and I'll tell you, Sarah, I go back to October 7th, the inciting event, October 7th, 2023, where Hamas butchered innocent people in Israel. And I asked this question. How did this happen? How did how how did the most well-trained, most well one of the most well-equipped militaries in the world, that being in Israel, how did one of the most 
higher-end intelligence agency groups, uh, Mossad, Shin Bet, um, Unit 8200, all Israeli intelligence units that are tied to the CIA, MI6 in Britain, the Australian intelligence agency, the Canadian intelligence agency, the New Zealand intelligence agency, the so-called Five Eyes, that has the, the most state-of-the-art secure border security system on the planet that reportedly if could see a flock of birds within a mile of the security fencing would be able to take out that flock of birds. How in the world did a group of people who had been training in Lebanon reportedly in the open for months, how did they circumvent the military, the intelligence services of multiple countries, including Israel's, as well as the most secure and intense border security system in the world? How did a group of neophytes using pickup trucks, bulldozers, hang gliders, drones, how did they circumvent that system and not have a military response for hours leading to the the dismantling of everybody's life in Israel and around the world, which could end up causing a nuclear event? How did that happen? Well, Dave, I think we're looking at this elite psychopathic group of 0.001% again who want war. They want to depopulate. This is based on a lot of research. I think that that was probably, based on the research, a false flag event. And that they told them to stand down. It makes no sense. To anybody that looks at that situation, does it make sense? So it's likely a false flag event. And they want World War III. Now, if you look at the fact that we have over 80,000 people of special interest in this country, before Biden came into office, not a single administration would let somebody with a special interest into our country, somebody that is from a country that is not friendly with the United States. I had uh, J.J. Carroll, who was a, a former border agent on my show just recently. He said that if I would have let anyone in with that kind of background, they would have taken my badge and interrogated me and asked me why the heck I did that. And we have over 80,000 of them in all since Biden came into office. To me, that's telling you that they are preparing for this and this is part of it. And um, I don't think there is an answer other than the fact that they they're planning it. Yeah. Sarah, in our final minute and a half together today, educate our listeners on how they can follow you on a daily basis, which is must do. Please go to sarahwestall.com. You can find all my stuff there. I have other journalists that, that uh, also post articles there and you can see my sub stack. You can see my videos. You can see everything. And I, I always posted these great talks with Dave up there as well. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Dave. I really appreciate it. Well, Sarah, and the feeling is mutual. The feeling is truly mutual. I want to thank you for everything you have done, are doing, and will do for years. Put the interests of the public, the worldwide public, ahead of your own personal security and safety. And I thank you for everything you have done, are doing, and will do. Folks, you're listening to Operation Freedom. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker link. I mean, Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here for you every Sunday from 2 to 5 Eastern live, 24-7 at DaveJanda.com.